Considering a transition to private pay? Thrizer can help you transform out-of-network therapy to look and feel like an in-network experience for your clients. Your clients just pay co-insurance for sessions instead of waiting weeks for reimbursement. Thrizer covers the rest of your fees so you get paid in full up front. Check out our special link, join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist, and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thrizer. Is your mental health practice buried in the bottom of Google search results? There's a way out. Simplified SEO Consulting offers a roadmap to search engine success. As mental health professionals, they know how to help therapists attract ideal clients and build a thriving practice. Go to simplifiedseoconsulting.com forward slash modern therapist to learn more and unlock your SEO potential this summer. You're listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide, where therapists live, breathe, and practice as human beings. To support you as a whole person and a therapist, here are your hosts, Kurt Widhelm and Katie Vernoy. Welcome back, Modern Therapists. This is the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. I'm Kurt Widhelm with Katie Renoy, and this is the podcast for therapists about the things that we do in our practices, the things that are going on in the mental health field. And we are returning to follow up on an episode that we ended last year with a little bit about signing up for Medicare for our LPCCs, LMFTs out there. And that was about kind of the sign-up process, the decision-making process of whether or not you should sign up. And now we're joined today by Gabrielle Giuliani Villani, LCSW, and she's going to help share us like what it's actually like to be a Medicare provider. She's had a practice in the past. She's a wonderful resource on all of this kind of stuff. So thank you very much for joining us and sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm actually really excited to get this out there, talk to people about Medicare, give them all of the info that they need to know. And I hope that it helps your audience and your listeners. We are so excited to have you on uh, this episode. We already mentioned your stuff in that last episode that Kurt was talking about. I'm just excited to actually be able to pick your brain and get information for folks who are actually considering being Medicare providers, because so many people were talking about, like, how do you opt out? How do you opt out? And so anyway, we'll get into that. But the first question that we ask all of our guests is, who are you and what are you putting out into the world? So I am, I mean, I am a social worker. I'm also a Zumba instructor. Besides all of those things, I'm also a consultant and a coach and a sound healer. And I help therapists with Medicare. I also help therapists scale and sell their practices like I did and add additional income streams. And I also run retreats and do trainings on burnout prevention through polyvagal theory. So I do a lot of very different things, which is good for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I love it. One of the things that we start a lot of our episodes with is, and coming from a place of learning, a place of if other people have made mistakes, and we, we ask what do people get wrong about this? But I think for this episode, I think it's what are, what are some of the wrong perceptions about being a Medicare provider? That's a great question because, yes, that comes up a lot, obviously. And I think what I hear a lot or what I see a lot is like a lot of fear and a lot of like it's hard, it's scary because it's the government. So there's like a lot of red tape and there's a lot of audits and there's a lot of clawbacks and there's tons of paperwork. And most of those things are actually not true, (laughs) but that's what I hear most of the time. So 
as an LCSW, you've been able to take Medicare for quite some time, but not most people do. Like there's a lot of social workers that may or may not have opted out with this whole mm-hmm. opt out thing seems to be new to folks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but but what motivated you to actually get a practice that was focused on serving Medicare patients? So before I started my private practice, I actually worked for Humana and I was an in-home care manager for them. And I worked specifically with their Medicare Advantage people. And I loved that job. I loved the clients. They were great. And of course, you know, it's Humana. So (laughs) there were were layoffs coming and I was like, what am I going to do next? And so one of my friends and colleagues and who became a mentor to me, actually, she was like, I'm going to start a private practice and I'm going to take Medicare. I'm going to do the same thing. And I was like, okay, I've always wanted to work for myself. That sounds cool. That's I'm very impulsive sometimes. (laughs) And so that's literally how I started my business. And I was but you know I didn't know anything about it and I actually felt more comfortable with Medicare because I had I knew about it from Humana I knew about it actually cuz my mom used to work in the Medicare world and so it felt very easy to me and I liked the clients and I also knew that there were not a lot of people who were Medicare providers in our community and I knew that we needed that just from the work that I had done, I knew that there was always a need for mental health professionals who accepted Medicare and who enjoyed and understood working with that population. So that is kind of what started it. Um, And I actually found the process not that difficult. And I'm not saying that to like shame anybody who's been like, oh my God, (laughs) this has been (laughs) such a pain in the ass because it is a pain in the ass. But I didn't find it any more difficult than, you know, credentialing with like regular insurance. I actually find Medicare to be much more straightforward and easier to work with. So before we move on, I just want to comment to folks, listen closely. If you've already opted out, we're still, we're putting this out in the first 90 days, most likely for most of us who opted out. So you have a decision to make. You can opt back in before 90 days is up. So, so listen closely because it seems like what you, what you're describing is you found a, you found a population you love to work with. You found a need in the marketplace and you found doing this pretty straightforward. I mean, that sounds like a business that is a great match for a lot of folks. Yep, exactly. And that's why I love that I'm here talking about this and that we're getting it out there because there is, there is a lot of fear. I mean, I, before we started recording, I was talking about how I was on a consult with somebody and um, with those people, they were in Washington state. So I just want to say that rates are different everywhere, but that's what they said. They said, I heard it's really difficult and that the rates suck. And I said, well, let's check together. So we did check together and they were like, wow, that's actually more than some of the insurance payments that I get. And I'm like, well, that's why I want you to look because some places it is low and some places it's not. And so that's important to know also is that there seems to be this blanket statement of like, it's hard to work with and it sucks. And that's just not true. (laughs) So you started your practice with Medicare or at least got onto it very, very early. I'm wondering kind of how that impacted the the clients that you saw, or maybe in comparison to some of the other practices around you who weren't taking Medicare, like what were some of the things that you'd noticed when you were running your business as far as 
clients coming in, client referrals, maybe income kind of comparisons versus people taking insurance, private pay, that kind of stuff. So what I noticed is that they're, the type of clients are definitely different. And I do think that's important to talk about because people on Medicare are not just elderly, but there's people who are disabled who are on Medicare as well. So there is a large range of age groups that you can see, but the issues were a little bit different. And I will say that once I found one other person in the community who knew that I was a Medicare provider, she filled up my practice. She still emails me. I sold my practice in 2021 and she still emails me and says, I need a Medicare provider in Denver. <laughs> Can you give me one? <laughs> so that is, you know, the importance of relationships and connection. And that's just, that's how I built my business. And so the referrals were like nonstop coming in. I, I cleared six figures in my first year by myself. And I saw about like 20-ish clients per week. And I will also say when I first started, I also did something different and unique. And I did in-home just like I did with Humana because I really liked that. So I did all of my sessions in clients' homes or at independent or assisted living facilities. And then post-COVID, we switched totally to telehealth. And we did a little bit of maybe like five to 10% of in-home sessions still. Um, but we switched to telehealth and that was fine. And that's, I think is another issue is that people also have this idea that, oh, you work with old people, they can't use computers, telehealth is a no-go. And that has not been an issue for us. There's been some clients, but we also do, or we used to do a lot of um, phone sessions, which Medicare does cover as well. And those were just as effective and worked just as good. So. What does the clinical work look like? You said that it's it's a different population. What does the clinical work look like with Medicare patients? Obviously, there's a, a broad array. So I'm talking kind yeah. of, you know, what are the different types of clinical expertise somebody might need to have? The things that you will likely see most often are loss of independence and aging issues. So people, you know, moving into this next phase in their life, whether it's retirement or getting towards the end of their life and trying to make sense of things that have happened. Of course, lots of grief and loss that comes as we get older, unfortunately. <laughs> um, chronic health conditions and chronic illness. And so that you'll see across a big span because if somebody is on disability, then they have some sort of chronic health issue. Um, and then as we age, we get more of those also. So if you work with chronic pain or chronic illness, it, taking Medicare could be really good for your practice if that's a specialty that you work with. Um, family dynamics and family estrangement. And so we definitely need LMFTs who understand <laughs> that because there's a lot of family stuff that comes up as we get older and things change and people are moving into facilities and we're trying to figure out power of attorney and wills and all of that stuff. Um, so those are really common issues as well. I said loss of independence, like loss of mobility, and then again, going with chronic health stuff like dementia, cognitive issues, and lots of caregiver issues also. That definitely plays a part in all of it. If you've been considering switching to private pay and are unsure how to attract and retain clients, Thryzer can be your best resource. How? 
Thrizer actually helps you transform out-of-network therapy to look and feel like an in-network experience for clients with out-of-network benefits. First, Thrizer can help clients instantly verify their out-of-network benefits, providing them complete transparency on the cost of therapy ahead of their first session. Then, just by charging your clients via Thrizer's payment platform, you can automatically submit claims for them, offload all the insurance stress onto Thrizer, and even let your clients just pay their co-insurance for sessions, similar to in-network co-pays, to help them afford therapy upfront and skip the long reimbursement wait. Thrizer covers the rest of your fees, so you get paid in full upfront and waits for reimbursement on your client's behalf. They also have a Superbill uploads feature, which is completely free for therapists. If you'd like to instead offer your clients a resource to manage their own super bills, they manage all claims end to end. So you or your clients don't need to deal with any of the insurance stress. Visit join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist to get started and use our promo code modern therapists to start your free trial and receive waived fees for your first $2,500 in payments. How does the, the, day-to-day of business work with this? How do you get referrals from Medicare? Is it like other insurances where somebody puts into a big database, I'm looking for a Medicare provider? Like, I, you know, if I'm looking for a, a, a medic- medical provider, if I go for a doctor, I, you know, I go to my insurance plan, is it the same kind of client experience as far as how they find you? Like, what are the, and then I'm also curious about like the nuts and bolts of like billing and payment times and all this kind of stuff. Like, is this basically just an insurance company, but it's run by the government? It is a little bit different. That's a really good question. And um, so to answer the first part about like where do clients come from, I, you know, did the same thing that everybody does, right? Where, who's your ideal client and where are they and all of those things. And uh, Medicare clients tend to go to the doctor a lot because, (laughs) again, chronic health stuff. So I built my practice by Googling Medicare providers near me, Medicare doctor's offices, and I called them. I went in there. I built relationships with either the nurse care managers or if they had a social worker there, whoever made referrals, I wanted them to know who I was. And that is what really built my practice hugely because they do have clients coming in every day who have Medicare, who are depressed, anxious, have life transition stuff going on, and they needed somebody to refer them to. So that's where the bulk of our referrals came from. And then with our website, you know, we definitely did get outreach from the client themselves, but typically it is a caregiver or like their daughter or their son or a family member who's reaching out for services also. So the content on my website was kind of written more, you know, from an SEO and a marketing perspective was written more to who would be searching for that? Probably their kid who's like, my mom is depressed and we need help. Or my mom just got diagnosed with dementia and we need help. So that's my website content was written more towards that. But other health professionals and other therapists were the ones who really truly filled up my practice. I had a psychology today and I didn't even have a website until like mid 2020 when my practice had been open for a couple of years and I had already hired multiple clinicians at that point. And we just, community referrals is how we built all of that. So uh, Medicare, I think does have, actually, I know they do have a provider directory, but I don't think anybody really looks at it. So you won't be getting phone calls from Medicare people 
usually, but you will be getting calls from people in the community, um, other social workers, other nurses in hospitals, hospice, palliative care, doctor's offices who are looking for places to refer clients. So there's Medicare and Medicare Advantage. And so my (laughs) assumption is even the billing might be different for those two. Can you talk through a little bit of the nuts and bolts for folks on what it looks like to take each of those plans? Yes. So this is extremely important. So if you've been listening and you're like doing something else, put your phone down and listen. (laughs) 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 Because this is what causes the most problems. And the most like people will schedule consults with me and it's this always. So there are those are two separate things. So it's important to know that people who are on Medicare, whether they're disabled or if they're over 65, they have a choice. And that choice is to stay with regular Medicare from the government or to get a Medicare Advantage plan, which sometimes is called a Medicare replacement plan. And just ignore the fact that Medicare Advantage plan even has Medicare in the name because it has nothing to do with Medicare and it has everything to do with the commercial insurer. The commercial insurer sets different rates. It has different deductibles. It has different coinsurance. It's all different. And unless that Advantage plan has out-of-network benefits, you also need to be credentialed with them too. So if somebody came to you and they said, I've United Healthcare AARP dual complete, you would have to be in network with United Healthcare, with Medicare, and you also, United Healthcare has to know that you're in network with Medicare because they have to opt you into the Medicare Advantage plans. So it is definitely more complex and complicated. And that's why a lot of people don't take them. Um, We didn't take any of them until like the year that I sold my practice. And we only took one because it is just more work and more administrative stuff to deal with. Um, And it's not as straightforward because all of those plans are different. And Clients don't know the difference either. So I say this in my training, like you need to ask your client a hundred different ways, a hundred different times because they don't know. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like, I have Medicare and I have United. And you'll be like, oh, great. So you have Medicare and then you have a United supplemental, which is different. But no, Uh, it's not that. So there are like these little nuances that you do need to know about the billing. And if, if you want, I can go deeper into that. I think that I, I wanted to make sure I'm understanding. I, I have been an insurance provider in the past and I actually took Medicaid for a while. And it sounds like it's similar. The Medicaid plans that I took it was like I was in network with a commercial plan and then I signed up for Medicaid and then opted in with my insurance plan. So I was able to see some Medicaid clients through. It was MHN. So if anybody yeah. cares, but like it was something where it was still like MHN. You know, I in the back of my mind, I was I was a Medicaid provider when I was a, a pre-licensed individual. And so I knew how to, you know, all the billing in the background, all that kind of stuff. But it was just like I was billing through MHN. It, yeah. So Medicare Advantage plans, is it similar? It's just like it's like you're billing the, ins- the commercial insurance plan. Are there other requirements r- related, to, you know, besides, you know, making sure that you're enrolled and opted in and all that kind of stuff? Is there anything different between a Medicare Advantage plan and a commercial insurance plan? Nope. You just bill however you normally would bill Blue Cross, Blue Shield or United or whoever. So you, and you bill them directly. Don't bill Medicare. The 
commercial insurer manages the billing. They're the ones that pay you. That's where the fee schedule comes from. If you have a problem, you contact them. So yeah. yes, it's just like normal. And it's probably similar to whatever your fee schedule is on the commercial insurance plan, but it's not the same, right? Like the Medicare Advantage plans might have different rates than the commercial insurance. Like That's my guess. They you do. don't have to know the answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> they do. And in most cases, um, they're lower. Not always, but usually they're lower. Yeah. And that's, again, why people don't like to deal with them. But it does depend. And it depends on your state. And it could even depend on your county. So it does vary greatly. Yeah. And I mean, it was like, for me, I think it was like within a dollar or two per yeah. session. It wasn't like a huge, like it wasn't like $20 difference. It was like within a dollar or something. I think for a lot of them, yes. I know for a fact that United in most states, again, this does vary a little bit in different states, but United tends, the United Medicare Advantage plans tend to be much, much lower, like Ooh, 30, okay. 40, $50 lower. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's good to know. So, yes. so Medicare Advantage, <laughs> there may be an advantage to taking these plans, but they're, they're, it's basically just taking insurance. So if you're not already taking insurance, you've got a few more extra steps. you got to get enrolled with the insurance and then you also have to opt into Medicare yep. for that plan. Okay. Yep. Um, for straight ahead Medicare, what does that look like? That is so much easier because it's the same everywhere as far as what your co-insurance and things are going to look like. And so everybody, all anyone who was listening to this is a Part B provider because that's outpatient. So we only deal with Medicare Part B. You bill Medicare Part B in your state and you can do that through your EHR, I think is always the easiest, but you can do it through Office Ally. And then each region has like their own portal that you can use as well. So, and that's free. It is a little bit more set up. And I think possibly a little bit more difficult, but it's free and you can do it that way. And so you just directly bill them and you get paid 80% from Medicare directly and you'll get that in two weeks. And the other 20%, either a supplemental plan will pay for or potentially Medicaid or it'll be the client's responsibility. So it's always the same. Like, you know, you're going to get 80% from Medicare in two weeks and then the other is either the client a supplement or Medicaid. Okay, and so let, let's just pretend for a second that one of our listeners or one of our people on this podcast has no idea how insurance works whatsoever. So <laughs> it's curved. It's it, it, no it, it is. It is curved. <laughs> but that's good because there are more Kurtz out there. So yes, that's why yes, we yes, need indeed. you. <laughs> yes. So so I'm I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you two who have lots of insurance experience. So. If I am somebody who I've never been in network with anybody before, so I I have opted into Medicare. I don't I'm I'm not aware of Medicare Advantage things. That has never been a concern for me. I have a client come in at the end of the session. I shake them down for twenty percent, and then I wait two weeks for the other eighty percent. Is that is this like I'm. <laughs> I'm needing maybe a little bit more of a basic on <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, that's totally fair. <laughs> so potentially. So you would like, you know, right, that they have traditional Medicare, regular Medicare from the government. So, you know, like 
Joe's coming in and you meet with Joe. And then after Joe is gone or at the end, you're going to bill Medicare for Joe's session. And you know that Medicare is going to give you 80%. But you also need to ask Joe, do you have a supplemental plan or Medicaid or like show me all of your insurance cards is usually what I would ask those clients. I'm like, let me see everything and then I'll know. So Joe will probably pull out in most cases, not always, but a lot of people on regular Medicare want the supplement because then they don't have any medical bills to pay and those premiums for them are higher, but then they don't have monthly bills. So Joe likely will pull out a supplemental card and it's going to say like United Healthcare Plan G supplement. And you're going to know, oh, because you took my training, you're going to know <laughs> that, that supplement pays his copay. And so you're like, bye, Joe. I'll see you next week. And Medicare and your Plan G supplement pay for everything. And you don't have to do anything. You just bill Medicare Medicare sends you the 80%. Medicare also sends that claim to Joe's United Healthcare Plan G supplement. And then the Plan G supplement pays you that 20% a couple weeks later. So you only need to bill once. Yeah. Okay. That's great. In most cases, yes. <laughs> of course, there's like these like little weird one-offs, but I don't really think that we need to delve no. too deep into that. Generally, that's what makes it so nice as you bill once and then you get paid from Medicare and then you get a nice little check in the mail a couple weeks later and that's exciting too. <laughs> Got it. Does that, does that make sense, Kurt? Because It think does. It Thank you. Total it, it, it does. <laughs> And I, and I'm assuming all of the other people who have considered how this might work are very appreciative as well. <laughs> so the complexity here seems like it's, it's determining that they have straight ahead Medicare and that they have, whether or not they have a supplemental plan. When you ask them for all their insurance cards, does it become clear pretty quickly, yes. which they have. Okay. It does because a lot of times what will happen, like I was saying earlier, if somebody, a client has a Medicare Advantage plan, but they don't know that and they say, oh, I just have Medicare and United. When they give me their card or I look at their card, I'll see it's going to say Medicare Advantage, United Healthcare. And Got so it. I will know, okay, that's actually not a supplement. That is a Medicare Advantage plan. That means I need to bill United. So once you see them, it makes much more sense. That helps a lot. So, but if you're just straight ahead Medicare and not a Medicare Advantage provider or not in network with United, is there anything you can do? You could go through the hoops of seeing if they have out of network benefits. And if you want to give them a super bill, you can do that. Or you can courtesy bill for them as well. I would just be really careful if you're going to courtesy bill. And that means that you're not in network, but you're submitting the claim anyway, and you're going to accept whatever United pays you if they pay you. I just find that when you do that, it just gets way too more complicated. If there's a problem, you're not a provider. And so United's going to totally ignore you or whoever the insurance is. And so sure. it just adds to more problems. So, so you, you recommend super billing? You can super bill and or you could try and refer them out to somebody who takes that plan also because, yeah, it can just get very complicated. So it seems like there's probably 
education you want to have on your website if you're just a straight ahead Medicare provider so that you're not getting a ton of folks coming in with Medicare Advantage that you really can't bill for? Yes, we made it very clear, but, you know, again, clients don't know. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so you just want to be upfront about that. I know um, I was just talking about this the other day with somebody and they're like, you know, we did the whole consult call it was 20 minutes of my time and we get to the end and they have like this Humana Medicare Advantage that I don't take. And so not to be rude, but I would always start the conversation with like, I only, you know, accept regular Medicare and I don't want to waste your time and have you tell me your whole story if I don't take your insurance. So why don't we just start there before we get to the next part? Sure. That's a good idea. Feeling like your ideal clients just can't find you online? There's a better way with Simplified SEO Consulting. They're a team of mental health marketing specialists who understand the unique challenges therapists face in the digital world. Forget wasting time on confusing SEO tactics that leave you feeling frustrated and out of the loop. Simplified SEO Consulting offers a range of proven solutions to fit your practice needs, from DIY courses that empower you to take control, to done-with-you coaching that provides expert guidance at every step, to their individualized done-for-you SEO plans that let you focus on your clients while they handle the details. Plus, they have an innovative content network program that has set practices across the country apart from the rest. When you're ready to start showing up in front of your ideal clients online, the expert team at Simplified SEO Consulting is ready for you. Visit SimplifiedSEOConsulting.com forward slash modern therapist to schedule your free consultation and find the perfect SEO plan to unlock the full potential of your practice. Don't forget to mention Modern Therapist Survival Guide podcast for $100 off your done-for-you SEO onboarding, or use code Modern Therapist for 20% off a DIY SEO course this summer. Audits are something else that people really worry about. Mm -hmm. What can you tell us about that? I can tell you that I was billing 250 or more Medicare sessions a week for years and never got audited by them. So, so, so no, th this is within your group because I'm imagining yes. you running 250. <laughs> <Not> <laughs> I'd be dead if I did that. <laughs> and also a time traveler or yes. able to sit in alternate realities. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, it was with my group. And also, I have a Medicare Facebook group with 3,300 people or something like that in it. And the majority of people in there say the same thing. I've been billing Medicare forever. I've never gotten audited. But audits do happen. That's part of being a provider for any insurance. And it's really just about um, having good notes and preparing yourself in advance. And I have lots of resources for that, but it's not too much different than commercial insurance. And they also, I know this is going to sound shocking also, they're also very nice and flexible about it. <laughs> so they, they don't come in and recoup a ton of money from you. They're going to say, we want to see these notes and you show them. And if they're like, these notes are not good or they're not meeting what they want, they're going to tell you what they want. And they're going to say, we're going to come back in 45 days and we're going to look again. So they, it isn't as scary as it sounds. And they will audit more if you are doing like unusual billing practices is really the, the biggest thing. So if you're seeing somebody 
90837, which is like 60 minutes, 53 minutes or more. If you're billing that for one client five times a week, then yeah, they're probably going to audit you because they're going to be like, what the hell is going on with this client where they need to see you every single day and you're just a normal outpatient mental health provider. This is not IOP or anything like that. Like what's going on here? So those types of things can definitely you know, send off alarm bells for them. But I just am all about documenting medical necessity. You are the expert and your client. So just document that in your notes and they will look at it and you'll probably be fine. Some insurance companies will audit because you're billing 90837 once a week. It sounds like you're not saying (laughs) that is an issue with Medicaid, Medicare. I don't think so. I think in some states they might audit more because of that where there's a lot of fraud. So that's the other thing to remember is even though none of us are probably committing fraud, a lot of other people do. And there's a ton of Medicare fraud. And so they audit more in Florida, of course. (laughs) (laughs) And I've also noticed they seem to audit a little bit more in Illinois sometimes as well. But I've done lots of consults with people about Medicare audits. And the only ones that didn't pass were kind of those situations that I was explaining before. Anything else that people need to know? Because even as I'm learning more about this process, I'm not even sure that I know what all needs to be asked on this. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's a good question, too. I think we hit a lot of the big pain points for people. And I know that it does seem scary and overwhelming and it's the government and all of those things, but that's really why I do what I do and why I'm such a big proponent for Medicare is because it really did help me build my practice and got us great clients. And it wasn't difficult. We didn't get audited. We got paid easily and on time. And so those are things, you know, I can't, I don't want to force anybody and that's not my job, but I just want everybody to have all of the information to make an informed decision that works best for you and your business and how you work clinically. And so I hope maybe if you were on the fence or you didn't know anything about Medicare, that this can maybe shed some light on some of the more positive things, because there are a lot of them, instead of a lot of the fear mongering that I keep hearing and seeing and people DMing me that, you know, they're afraid. Someone told them that if they opt out, they'll never be able to find a job ever again and that they're going to get recouped all of this money. And it's like, let's all take a breath and just look at the information. <laughs> yeah. So if, if someone is is inspired right now, they're like, okay, I opted out or I didn't make a decision yet. And I've, I've got a little bit of time to make a decision here. And I'm thinking I want to take Medicare. What, what advice would you give them? So I would tell them, you know, the application is probably the hardest part out of all of this. And the system Medicare uses looks like it's from 1980 because it probably is. So it is very antiquated and it's kind of a pain in the ass. And so I always tell people, like I have a little guide on one of the blogs on my website, like these are all the documents you need, have them and just set aside some time and just work through it each question one by one. Try not to get overwhelmed or if you do feel overwhelmed, do it in chunks because it will save your application. And also there's a paper application. And so if there are errors, that's going to take 
more time, but a lot of people in my Facebook group have been doing the paper application because it's a lot easier to work through than um, the Medicare PICO system. Oh, really? I Because everybody's been recommending like do the electronic version. And I looked at the paper version and I got super overwhelmed. And so I was <laughs> like, I'm sure the, the electronic version must walk you through and only give you limited answers versus like, here's every question ever needed, yeah. right? I find the electronic version to be better because it also pulls information from NPPES, which is where you get your MPI. And so it just pulls that from there. So that makes it easier, I think. And you can also, you know, automatically if there's a problem, you can easily check the status and upload things. If you send in a paper application and there's a problem, it's going to take probably a couple weeks for them to get that back to you. And so I just find that electronic is easier for me, but a lot of people in my group are preferring the paper version. So that's kind of like working too. like 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 homework. They're like, okay, yeah. I can fill this out <laughs> exactly. I can see all the pages. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Uh, you've made reference to your blog a few times. Where can people find it and all of the wonderful things that you do to help guide people down this process? So I have lots of free resources, blogs, videos on my website, MedicareConsultingForTherapists.com. And it's the same group on Facebook, Medicare Consulting for Therapists. Tons of Q&As and videos and like featured posts about everything you need to know in there. And then if you are more interested in the other things that I do, like retreats and business coaching and all that stuff, I'm at GabrielleGiulianoVellani.com. And that's the same across what TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram is at GJV Consulting. And we will include links to all of that in our show notes over at mtsgpodcast.com. And follow us on our social media. Join our Facebook group, The Modern Therapist Group, to continue on with these discussions. And until next time, I'm Kurt Woodhelm with Katie Renoy and Gabrielle Giuliano Fulani. Charge your full rate with confidence with Thrizer. Thrizer takes care of 100% of the insurance stress and helps your clients skip the long reimbursement wait giving you a powerful tool to attract and retain out-of-network clients with ease. Check out our special link, join.thrizer.com forward slash modern therapist, and use the code modern therapists to activate $2,500 in free payments with Thrizer. Feeling stuck with SEO for your therapy practice? There's hope. Head to simplifiedseoconsulting.com forward slash modern therapist and unlock your website's SEO potential with Simplified SEO Consulting. Use code modern therapist for a discount and mention the Modern Therapist Survival Guide podcast for a special offer on done for you SEO this summer. Let's build your dream practice together. Thank you for listening to the Modern Therapist Survival Guide. Learn more about who we are and what we do at mtsgpodcast.com. You can also join us on Facebook and Twitter. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of our episodes. 